Hi there, welcome to another episode of Spontaneous Conversations. This is Ravi Gundlapalli, founder CEO of Mentor Cloud, and I'm really honored, excited to be with Yasmin, uh, the founder CEO of a company called Voyage, that's changing the world. Uh, uh, Yasmin, why don't you introduce yourself? Well, thank you so much for having me on your Spontaneous Conversation show. I first of all love the name because that's what I'm all about. Um, I'm Yasmin Albagari and I'm originally from Morocco um, and I live in San Francisco, California. Um, and I love human connections. I love to travel. I love to talk to strangers and I love spontaneous conversations. Fantastic. So since you mentioned human connections, that shall be the topic. Great. Why human connections? Why did you pick the topic and where do you see the power of human connections. So I would say that, you know, I remember when I was growing up in Morocco, the only human connections I would have with the West was actually through movie screens. And um, I wanted to meet those people. I wanted to know their stories, where they come from, um, how they grow up in their local environments. But I didn't know how or how to access those human connections. Mm. And so mm. it was not until I left home and I was able to travel that I started talking to people and realized how, you know, the knowledge, the wisdom, the mentorship is all through the human exchange and so to me human connection is life-changing it opens doors it expands your perspective your mind um, it changes you forever so that's why it's important <laughs> in, in, interesting right because people remember experiences right um, people may forget a course that they have taken but they will never forget an experience they had with another human being because we are we are by species a very tribal community we, we are tribal Absolutely. We like to hang around in groups, in people. Um, some people may find solace in watching a movie all alone. But in general, humans like to work with sit with other people, go to movie together. So I think when mentorship happens, when learning happens directly between human to human, it's a lot more sticky, isn't it? Absolutely, it is. Yes, I mean, just in the last what, hour, two hours that we've been talking, I feel like I've I've gained so much understanding about topics that I didn't know before. So even through us having a offline conversations, like it's been very insightful and you know inspires me to do more, to think bigger, to you know to yeah to think outside of my comfort zone. Uh, even though I think of myself as someone who's open and dream a dreamer, but it's never enough. You know, it's, it's never enough. It's never enough. It's limitless. So the more you can talk to people who have shared interests, who have shared values, you know, you never know where that's going to lead you. Exactly, because you have to let the so-called you know serendipity, you know, take its play. Exactly. Right? You, you yes. don't want left to be completely choreographed. So, how how will human connections help in an organization? Because I don't see you know. I, w I'm wondering how you see human connections playing a role in the company because I mean, com company have they have to hit their top line and bottom line. Well, so think about it this way. You know, when you have happy employees, they're more productive, they're more likely to produce, you know, whatever project or ROI or impact they need to do. So think about it as, you know, if we empower our employees to relate to each other at a human level, they're more likely to be happier and just you know, do create, co-create together and collaborate. So the way that I like to think about it is when I look at an organization, especially global organizations that have, you know, me members around the world, mm -hmm. I mean, think about the age diversity, the, you know, the skill diversity, the culture, the religion, the political views. I mean, so much diversity that just by interacting with people from different countries, it will 
you, they will innovate together. They will come up with new ideas or new solutions to problems that they might not have thought about, you know, because of their local environment. Mm. So I really think that companies should encourage their employees to not just get together for a business meeting, but to get together for coffee, to have lunch together, to, you know, have a spontaneous conversation about their kids, about their, their mothers. Mm. And you never know where that's going to lead. So it does take that leap of faith. Absolutely. In fact, I, I wrote an article called Engaging the Human Behind the Employee because everybody is very, very big on employee engagement. Yes. You know, so I came up with these words. In fact, it happened while I was while I was in Santa Barbara driving on one. I kind of said, you know, there are certain things we do and then there are certain things we know. And obviously what we do is a subset of what we know because a company may not give you opportunity to do everything that you know. But then there is one more layer over it. We are. Because we are we are much bigger than what we know, and we are we know much more than what we do. Yes. So the do, know, are, and then dream. Wow. So who we are is actually smaller than our dreams. Mm-hmm. So in the in the article, I kind of expanded on companies help see the human being behind the employee. Mm-hmm. What are their dreams? Can you do something about their dreams? Who are they? Are they parents? You know, fathers. You know, husbands, brothers, or sisters. What can you do to make that part of this this person easier? Complete. What do they know that you can... I mean, you, you may have hired them to do programming, but if they are excellent at yoga, maybe you could bring that wisdom back to work for somebody else. And of course, what they do, because you have a task, somebody has to do it. So any thoughts on that? Oh my, like, yes. <laughs> so many thoughts. I, uh, you know, one of the best uh, cultures I've seen, you know, like when you look at Google or LinkedIn, you know, these companies have really figured out a model in which to make their employees happy by creating endless classes of yoga, endless classes of meditation, and also having a lot of time, free time to go, you know, volunteer with organizations around the world of their choice. So these mechanisms really allow the company to thrive and then employees stay. They don't want to leave. They don't want to move to other companies. And therefore, that's why they're some of the best companies in the world. And so for me, the more companies, especially in other countries, you know, those who are still seeking innovation or looking to transform their culture, they need to think about it from a human perspective. It's not just the ROI. I mean, it's really going to be about thinking about the individual who they are, what they care about and their interest and figure out how to innovate from that place and, you know, bring in the human back to the organization because, you know, statistics show people are not happy in these companies. Like I'm, what, 26 years old. I could never imagine working for a company because, I mean, having experienced freedom of being, of doing, of, you know, traveling, of human connection, I really believe that everybody should experience that. Whether you are at a corporation or not, everyone should have that freedom to bring their skills and their gifts to their community, to their friends, to their you know, colleagues, and it's possible. And it might seem like a waste of time for a moment, but actually the impact of that is going to be so much more stronger. Absolutely, because you're creating a better human being much more, who is much more engaged, happy, who, is, who, are, who he or she is connected to the organization. So productivity can actually go up. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, absolutely. In, instead of being up. stressed and unhappy. And uh, So do you have an interesting story of, uh, of 
how a human connection changes your perspective about someone? <laughs> about someone or some place? About some place. Well, so um, in the last nine years, I'm you know very excited to share this because I had a dream, and my dream was to go to all fifty states on buses and talking to strangers. And everyone said, "You are absolutely insane! Like, how are you going to do that? You don't have money, you don't have resources." I said, "Well, I don't think I need any of that. All I need is people who are going to be open to learning about my culture and where I'm from, and who knows." And you know, nine years later, I ended up homestaying with over 250 families in all 50 states. And with not a lot of resources, I was able to travel by buses and trains and, you know, getting rides and talking to people. And it changed my life. I feel like I, I know America. I know the world so much more because of the human stories that I've heard in kitchen tables, in, you know, walking on the side of the streets and bus, waiting for the bus and just saying hi what is your name? Tell me about you. That curiosity completely transformed me. And now at 26, I feel like the sky is the limit. In fact, as of two days ago, I decided that I'm going to go to the moon in my lifetime. That's amazing. <laughs> so when you said 50 states, these are 50 US states that you have gone to and, and you didn't stay in the hotels, you actually stayed with people. Always with people. Fantastic. Families, families Fantastic. who Again, welcome me. It aligns with your human connections idea and um, you just said in passing that you want to go to the moon. So tell me about it. Well, I, you know, I've always wondered why haven't we come back? You know, we went to the moon in 1956. Then what? We, we just, that was it. I mean, there was a moment of unity. The entire world was looking in the same direction. 1969. 1969, yes. sorry. That, yes. 1969, um, of course. Yes. <laughs> My bad. Um, and so, but then I was wondering for a long time, like why we haven't come back, even with all the technological advancement, we have the capacity to go back. Um, but not, no news from that. You know, people want to conquer space. They want to go to different galaxies. But just this past weekend, I was at the United Nations and the, actually the United Arab Emirates in collaboration with Novice um, Kunal, who you must meet, he, they, they decided to have the first woman on the moon. In the within the next 10 years. And you want to be that woman? Yes, I want to be one of the first women. <laughs> That's and, unbelievable. Yes, I'm like, <laughs> wait, they're talking, like, this makes sense. And, you know, with my mission, with Voyage, I just feel like, you know, having been to 60 countries, I, I love the earth. I don't want to leave the earth. But I do want to have another moment of unity for where all people around the world reunite again, because this is it. This is my vision for the world, where we walk around and we say hello to strangers, where the, world, the word stranger no longer exists. A stranger should not exist. If, if your heart is open, then the world is one family. In fact, in, and I come from an Indian heritage, and uh, we say it is a world family. We, we say in, in, in our language, we say Vasudeika Kutumbam means the world family. So with your approach of human connections, um, and it's interesting you want to go to the moon because sometimes you have to leave home. So if the world is, if the earth is your home, then going to moon is your, you're going to a second home. My next home. Your next home, right? Just <laughs> the, go and well, see. Well, the universe is my home. <laughs> the whole yeah, universe. then you have to make the universe is your home. So, and you can appreciate how beautiful the home is, you know. From, from outside. From the outside, right? Especially, I work with a lot of high school to, you know, students and, and young people. They always are like, oh, I have to leave home. I have to, I have to be on my own. And then they realize how beautiful the home is. 
So it's almost like... Well, it's, inter- yeah. it's interesting because a lot of people, they don't realize the beauty of their homeland until they leave. You know, even with Morocco, it was not until I came to America that people said, I want to go to your country. I'm like, I don't know much about my country. So I had to go back and I had to learn about all the different regions and mountains and deserts. And then I fell in love, I fell in love with my country again. So you have to sometimes leave to re-appreciate the beauty of where you come from. That's, that's a very well said. In fact, it happened to me about India as well. Oh, yeah. So every time I go to India on work or to, to, or to see my mother, I do travel and I'm like, wow, how proud I am to be born in this heritage, in this beautiful country. When, so sometimes you have to be reminded because you home, you don't, you think everything, every world is like this, but then you, you don't see the beauty of it as much. Um, so you travel 60 countries, you travel to 50 states and now you're working on a company called Voyage. So tell me more about Voyage. Voyage was born out of this, you know, really inspiration to connect and bring people together. I mean, having interacted with thousands of people around the world, they said, everybody needs to know each other. All these amazing people don't know each other. They must meet. And so I founded it back when I was in school, in college, um, with the idea that, you know, the more people interact from across differences, that's how we can break down walls and create more peace and understanding. And so we connect and engage global communities. Uh, We also interact connect the communities together online to offline so voyage is about using technology as a tool to go offline and connect with other human beings and travel the world and meet like-minded like-hearted people wherever you are um your home everywhere home everywhere wow that, i just love it <laughs> I, I just love it right then, then you don't you don't have to you don't have to feel out of home anywhere well i want to i want to give a shout out to my friend and ally hamron who's the former uh, head of uh, innovation at Airbnb. I was just with him in New York and he actually offered a homestay in New York. It was amazing, but the home everywhere was very much a co-creative process. Of course. Of how we came up with that. So of thank course. you, Cameron. <laughs> of course, you know, home everywhere is, is just wonderful because then, like I was telling us, you don't feel out of home as if you really understand the other, other family's culture. Because recently we went to Bali and we actually spent a lot of time with the Bali family and it was just amazing how much to learn and we found so many similarities. At the same time, we saw so many differences, but the differences were less important than the similarities that we became instant friends. And we just went on a trip, but uh, his daughter got, uh, you know, she, she got married last month. We got invited to the wedding. It's unbelievable. It's so next time he's telling, please come and stay with me. So almost like I have experienced what you're trying to do millions yes. and millions of times. And you know that you have a home in Morocco too, because now we are family, not only collaborators, because we have some incredible plans <laughs> for the world. Yes. But we're also, you know, I want you to know that you can come to Morocco anytime. And mostly because I'm planning to come to India. Exactly. <laughs> so you have Morocco. a home too. You have um, a home in India as well and multiple places in India. Which part of uh, India do you live? I'm from, from the South India. Okay, great. Yeah, Beautiful. So. And what is your mother's name? Uh, Padmavati. Mavati. Yeah. So nice and yours? My, my mom is, her name is Nadia, and Nadia. my dad's name is Muhammad. Muhammad, yes. wonderful. <laughs> and it's just amazing. I mean, you, you have done so much in your, in your career, traveling all over the world, you know, empowering women, and you're off to Thailand next week to mentor high school students. Incredible, incredible. And in all these cases, you're not talking about a Skype call. So I want to maybe ask a question about, everybody thinks you're well-connected now. Oh, we have Facebook, we have LinkedIn, we have all of these amazing tools, we have Slack and all these tools. But I think that we are more disconnected than connected. So I see your, your company's product is really bringing back the humanity into the world. 
So, are we really that connected or are we disconnected? Am I, uh, am I right in saying we're disconnected? No, we, you are absolutely right. There's uh, so much technology with all these different applications, but it seems like people are no longer talking to each other. And it amazes me that when I'm, you know, like I travel so much, so I'm always at airports and train stations and everybody's on their phone. <laughs> I just does not make sense to me. And Voyage is really has one of the main goals is to bring back the art of communication, to look at each other in the eyes and smile and, you know, hug each <laughs> other and, you know, say hi, which sounds so simple. <laughs> but yet it feels so difficult these days to just, you know, have someone's attention. And so, you know, while I think, uh, you know, all these technologies have brought us where we are today, we need to be mindful. We need to go back to our consciousness and have the choice to go offline rather than being, you know, on Facebook or for you for hours and hours um, you know so. uh, I, I do I do see the problem there because when I'm in airports when I came to this country 29 years ago I used to have great conversations because nobody uh, at the at the worst they had a book so they would feel interrupted reading a book and they would welcome a conversation but today it doesn't happen that much everybody's on their phone checking things and I'm more worried about the younger population um, so I think if they experience the power of a human connection Hopefully, rather than keep telling them, get off your phone, get off your phone, hopefully we show them something even more beautiful that they don't see this, uh, they don't see the need to be on a phone all the time. Absolutely. And that's, that's really one of the things that I'm most excited about is build, creating an alternative of, you know, social media platforms in which we could choose to leave because I'd rather be hanging out with my new friends or future friends outside in the street than being on my phone for seven hours and at the end of the day feel lonely and sad than ever before. So loneliness is a real problem. It's a real problem, yes. To solve. Um, but also with humility, I mean, this is a life's mission and I'm on it for the rest of my life. <laughs> Fantastic. I mean, if you can solve the loneliness epidemic, you know, I saw lots of data around how many more young people are feeling lonely because they think everybody else is having a great time because social media is only giving you a snapshot of their life. They're having an ice cream. That means, oh my God, they're having ice cream. But that's only a minute of, or maybe a few seconds of their life. We don't know what, what's the story, but other people are thinking everybody else is having fun, not me. And it's just very unfortunate that that becomes the truth. Exactly. If your series of snapshots become your truth to all the other people, mm-hmm. so that, cause, that causes loneliness, depression, and so on. Um, so, shall we come up with a, so social media did not really bring people together, we probably need a human media somehow. Mm-hmm, we have media. a new term. I like it, human you know? media. Human media, that's it, right? That's what you are doing with human connections is, yes. social media did not create the social interactions that we are supposed to, exactly. it made us more disconnected. Uh, definitely we got connected, that's one thing, okay. but we cannot assume that we are connected just because uh, I, can, I, can, I can send you a message, I can do a call with you, but nothing like being in the human media. So why don't uh, Yasmin, you and I and our teams come up with a platform for human media (laughs) that people come together, sing together, shake, shake hands, see each other like you said, give a hug, do things together to appreciate the true beauty of humanity. Amen. You're in? Amen. Very good. Let's do it. So, <laughs> ending on the human media thought. So, uh, I have Yasmin as my guest today. Really honored to have you. The and very, very proud of your mission. And I hope to see you on the moon. And wherever you are taking off from, I'll come to the uh, that, that station to, to, to see you lift off. 
Amazing. I can't wait. <laughs> so where can people find more about you, Yasmin? So actually, here's, I'm going to give you my email. Uh, one of the things I love to do is the first 12 people who email me, I usually bring them together. I travel all over the world. So you are my future friends. Um, so it's Yasmin, Y-A-S-M-I-N-E, at voyage, V-O-Y-A-J, dot com. So we- when you email me, just mention that you heard me in this Ravi conver- spontaneous conversation and I will respond within a few seconds. That's amazing. So <laughs> that's Yasmin at uh, V-O-Y-A-J dot com and you should check out Voyage dot com and this is Ravi Gundlapalli. Really enjoyed my spontaneous conversation today with Yasmin. Thank you for listening and look for the next episode. <laughs>